Hey guys, welcome to Nerd Fluent. I'm Marielle. I'm Daniel. And uh, we're still figuring out everything, so bear with us. But um, just to, I guess, familiarize everybody with who we are, uh, I'm a visual effects artist. Um, I work in film, television, uh, advertisements, and you know anything that would be uh, publicized in current culture, pop culture, or otherwise. Uh, anyways, what that means is uh, I'm a compositor and I work on mostly bringing all kinds of assets and different uh, 2D and 3D elements together. It's uh, not the easiest uh, thing to explain, but that's who I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, you're, you're more than your career, but that is, that is your that is your role that you perform. Yes, that is, and <laughs> and basically, I just you know love movies and yeah. games and stuff like that. So you're also hilarious. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, stop it! <laughs> um, so um, and my yeah, <laughs> my name's uh, Daniel, uh, and. I'm also a visual effects artist. Um, I work on, uh, in asset creation, which um, essentially just means that I build stuff and make it look pretty, and um, then other people make it do what it needs to do, and then people like Which Mary, would be me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, like, um, people need to rig the characters, animators. Well, yeah, I'm the last line of defense. You're basically the first yeah. person to start yeah. the whole so thing. So you have, you, have um, you know, the whole pipeline start to finish here. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> We're just missing the middle parts, but maybe sometimes we'll have some of our friends yeah. talk about those things. We're hoping that we can get some, some guests um, to talk to y'all and to us, and we can just all nerd out together. Yes. Um, and yeah, as Mariel said, we're still kind of figuring out the podcast format, purpose. This is a mission, I guess. Like, but we're in quarantine, guys. Okay, <laughs> we're trying to be creative we're here. Trying. It's uh, it's a challenge. Stop judging us. Okay, <laughs> I hear you judging us. <laughs> You're driving around or not? I mean, I'm I'm judging us. But it's fine. <laughs> All right, so uh, we decided, we agreed that the first thing we wanted to talk about was a very, um, to me, very relevant in movies I've seen recently, and also it just randomly popped up in my head one day, and I was like, oh man, I haven't seen this movie in years. Um, stay tuned. Stay um, tuned. Uh, starring Paul Ritter. Uh, and uh, well, it's got Eugene Levy, we know yes, that. it's got Eugene, and it's got um, Mr. Rooney from Ferris Bueller's Off, <laughs> <laughs> which is amazing, and also uh, Beetlejuice, yeah, he correct, he was in Beetlejuice. <laughs> um, and then, do you know who the, the, the wife is? I, I do, I just uh, her name is escaping me, okay, now. okay, well, yeah. well, we'll get all that information we'll get, for you yeah. guys, um, so you don't, you don't have to Google. Yeah. Um, that's that is that's our burden to bear. Um, so, uh, oh, Mariel's looking it up. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh god. Oh, it's fine. It's fine. They just want to hear us talk. Um, Maybe. So. <laughs> Hopefully. Okay. So do you do you want to give a recap of the story for those of? Yeah. Those who so seen stay tuned. Is pretty much. Oh, it was in '92. Okay. Yeah. Um, and Pam Dauber is 
the woman. The who famous Pam Dauber. Pam Dauber. Megastar. Megastar. So basically the, the story in short is husband and wife, uh, you know, family of four. They have a, a son and a daughter. And uh, husband and wife aren't doing so well trying to rekindle their marriage, but the husband is obsessed with television. Um, he's not very good at his job. Like obsessed. Like obsessed. Like really genuinely obsessed like, with TV. In a way that <laughs> it's like, it just makes me be like that person's really depressed. Yeah, yeah. We're avoiding so, something. <laughs> basically, he's obsessed with TV and, uh, you know, a gentleman comes and decides to sell him a brand new TV and satellite dish, and it's supposed to be the best thing ever. And so naturally, that's he, Mr. Rooney. Yeah, out. that's Mr. Rooney. Yeah. Uh, and so he <laughs> buys it, and what ends up happening is he gets sucked into the television. And well, he and his wife. He and his wife, and we'll get to that later. But yeah, it should his be noted wife. That his wife is about to leave him because yeah, because he won't stop watching TV. He just yeah yeah so <laughs> he's like so he's like uh is it beetle bailey like <laughs> yeah yeah okay yeah, he's like a, he's like a comic strip character <laughs> that literally just so uh you know they get sucked into the tv and have to deal with all this crazy uh somewhat i mean some of it is kind of meta the way they go about it but you know sure. something like that everything is like really a, a jarring version of itself like mm. uh reality well, tv but like of people who are dead yeah. and stuff like so that they, they kind of get it's 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 weird there's like it, it's not quite hell i guess you could say maybe it's some kind of so it's like purgatory. a purgatory yeah um but basically mm -hmm. they go through this purgatory and but the goal TV is shows. Yeah, so they it's focused on them surviving these TV shows. That's the point. So they have to be able to survive 24 hours. Um, if they do survive, they get redemption. They don't have to worry about dying and going to hell. That's pretty much yeah. uh, the story. And so none of it sounds any way real whatsoever but it's <laughs> awesome because i remember being a kid and watching shows and being like oh man wouldn't it be cool if i could be like inside the tv right now well, you know not understanding they, they make fun of a lot of specific shows. yeah very specific very shows. specifically there's a whole wayne's world yeah wayne's parody Wayne, dwayne's underworld dwayne's is underworld. what it was called <laughs> so you remember stuff <laughs> better than i am because this is my first time seeing the movie Oh, right, yeah. yeah. So I've seen, yeah, it was your first time watching it and probably my 17th time. Yeah, I had never even heard of this movie. And, I <laughs> and that's the thing, it's a very obscure film. Yeah. So something that um, I was expressing uh, before was um, when I first saw the movie Cabin in the Woods, I was like, holy shit, that's that they took that from stay tuned and i it makes me wonder you know has joss whedon seen stay tuned yeah. have like a lot of really yeah. like influential directors now it's like what movies have they watched that inspired them because i'm like mm. there's no way that that story came out of nowhere they absolutely took it from something because stay tuned yeah. has a very you know the whole thing is and you know they go and they're inside the tv and there's somebody working in this like super secret military looking place. Everyone's wearing suits. Right. And it looks like kind of kind of an evil boardroom. 
kind of like a NASA setup where it's just a bunch yeah. of monitors and people yeah. sitting in front of monitors. But then there's a big screen and it's showing you all the different people that are in this purgatory. So I'm like, they did that in fucking Cabin in the Woods, you know? Yeah. And because they're kind of all the different employees are, are they even taking bets? Kind of like no, they, I don't think so. I think it was more like. Uh, but they, they're watching the progress. They're watching the progress. Yeah. Because it shows you, like, basically their lifeline because it has 24 bars. Mm -hmm. So each bar, you know, once it once a bar is removed, that's them getting closer to death and going to hell, I guess. Um, and there's other, there's lots of different people that have been sucked in. It's kind of like this, I guess we're to understand that this is like just a system. It's like, it's. It's like a test. Yeah, they never they never fully fully explain exactly yeah. what they're doing. They're kind of vague about it, but they go along saying, you know, oh well, we have to make the the bosses happy. So it's like, oh, that brings right. me back to cabin in the woods. Right. Like, oh, we got to keep them happy. We got to make sure we're is, we're meeting our quota. Well, yeah, because that's souls. Because the the channel is it? Because that's yeah, it's a little fuzzy. Is is it, are these shows that they're going in? Because they're the first thing they're in is like a game show, but it's everything's like a twisted. Yeah, so they go in this. They go version. in this game show, and they're like confined to these chairs, like they're handcuffed and their feet are cuffed to these chairs, and they have to answer really personal questions that may get the other one in trouble. And if they they answer it wrong, then they might get thrown into this pit of like live alligators or something like that. Yeah. I don't remember what it was, but yeah. they're like. But the name of the show is You Can't Win, so it doesn't matter if you get the answer right or wrong, you're either going to die right. or you're going to lose because of your significant other being, right. you know, extremely pissed off at you. Yeah, it, it was, it reminded, it, yeah, Cabin in the Woods, definitely, and then it's, it really starts to turn into them, sort of, so they're, they're trying to, they're trying to get out. Obviously, because they meet up with. Okay, so oh, we should talk about oh, Eugene. Oh, yeah, Levy. so we got to talk about Eugene Levy. Um, is it Levy or Levy? I think Jewish. it's. How do you say? How do you... <laughs> I say Levy, Levy, but it could be Levy. I don't, okay. I don't think anyone would fall. We'll, we'll get back to that. No one's going to okay. call you an anti Semite if I'm pronouncing it. I, I mean, I'm Dave. I'm 3% Jewish. <laughs> okay. Remember? Yeah, that's true. I yes, forgot. okay. I forgot. So, anyway, so <laughs> Eugene Levy Mr. Crowley. is Mr. Crowley. <laughs> and, uh, Faye, do you want to explain who Mr. Crowley is? Uh, yeah, so, I mean, I'm assuming it's a reference to Aleister Crowley, yeah. who is like, you know, he was like an occult mm -hmm. kind of dude. I don't know. He was just like he would write about the occult and he was just kind of I think a lot of like you know uh, people that are into like goth stuff yeah. <laughs> or like yeah. witchcraft might well Mr. Crowley sort of, was also yeah. very a very big character on the show Supernatural um, so okay. that was how I actually learned about who Mr. Crowley and oh, from okay. Ozzy Osbourne obviously yeah you know, Mr. Mr. Crowley okay no, 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 no. <laughs> um <laughs> Also, we uh, guys. We also may sing from time to time. Just, just letting you know. I, I feel like if we if we sang too much of it, then maybe we'd get in trouble with. Oh yeah, Ozzie. we wouldn't have. Okay, you're right. You're right. Um, Ozzy will bite our heads off. <laughs> bite no. Our bats' heads off. <laughs> anyway, so Eugene Levy, uh, he gets into an argument with Spike, who yeah. is. So who is he? He's 
Eugene Levy is just like his assistant or something, or he's just like an employee. Yeah, he's the assistant to him basically, because that's yeah. kind of always been his thing is that he's the quote unquote assistant. But yeah. um, right, kind of goes and yeah, does um, Spike, who's Mr. Rooney, right. So then we have Jeffrey Jones, who is Mr. Spike. Oh, okay, Jeffrey yeah, so Jones. Jeffrey Jones. Remember God. Beetlejuice. He sounds like a serial killer. <laughs> Jeffrey Jones. He is a fantastic actor. <laughs> and I loved him in Beetlejuice. No, he's and great. everything else I just, I've seen him Just in. his name. It's, I don't know. Oh, no, it's ridiculous. Um, <laughs> I still I'm going to start calling him JJ. Okay. Uh, call him. So JJ <laughs> That's plays now. Spike. And uh, he not is JJ basically Abrams. the guy. No, not not Abrams. <laughs> uh, he is, you know, in charge of getting all these souls and everything. And uh, Mr. Crowley is his assistant. Well, you know, they get into an altercation. So Spike sends uh, Crowley into the television world. So he then himself has to survive. So now the Nables, which are Paul oh, Ritter yeah. and Paul Ritter and his wife. And his wife. Yeah, um, her last they... name is Nabel. <laughs> yeah, th- which is weird. It's K N A B L E S. I've never. I, I want to say that sounds like maybe the you know whoever was working like yeah. writing the script was There's like part taking where... names that they knew and just combining them. Yeah, it's just like, weird because people Kevin are constantly saying Mabel, Mabel, Kevin Evan Mabel. And it I don't sounds know. <laughs> like Mabel. And there's a part where he, there's like they're in like a French Revolution setting and he's the marquis le marquis de yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so ridiculous so anyway um they keep running into mr crowley and mm-hmm. he kind of tries to help them out because he's also trying to get out so he gives them tips on you know to look for the the static um because right. that's how they they can travel from uh channel to channel is through the static yeah um, i really liked that yeah no that was cool i really liked that they would have like it would always be like, oh no, you know, we're in a we're in a frozen cabin being attacked by wolves. In in the snow, there's like this little hole, and then it's just static. Yeah, it. Like, and so they jump in there, and they're able to get to the next uh, channel. And I think my right. favorite one That's how you go was channel. definitely the cartoon where they turn into cartoon characters. I'm like, yeah. they really they really put a lot into yeah. this movie because they had them animated really beautifully. It was very yeah. Looney Tunes-esque. And, uh, I want to say, well, cause they, because in the trailer... In the trailer, they use Looney Tunes. I mean, this was during... I don't know if they they like changed it a little or yeah. what they did, but it definitely had like a Looney Tune feel. Yeah. Um, but Maybe it was really cute. Maybe that's look up if, if oh, Warner yeah. Brothers animated. Yeah. Because it looked very much Yeah, close, it was really uh, well done. Except um, everything is dark. Though. That's what I really liked about. Yeah, movie. no, the humor is so dark. It's like, very dark. You know, as a kid, of course, I didn't think of that. I was like, oh my gosh, they're on TV. That's so yeah. funny. Ha ha. Yeah. And all that. <laughs> I want to be that. Uh, no, but then you know, watching it last night, I was like, wow, this is really dark. This is like really, really dark yeah. humor. Like the like, oh, you, uh, you know, Eugene constantly losing limbs. Like every oh, time, yeah. <laughs> every time they run back into him, he's lost a limb, and it's yeah. like. What? This guy just keeps losing body parts. And he's like, super this... nonchalant about it. Yeah, too. he's like, oh, all right. Well, there goes that. And, you know, so that's... Because they're great. like angels or demons or something. Yeah, yeah, something like that. They're yeah, they're not like human, it's, for it's, sure. it's great because they use sort of, like, American TV consumer culture 
as like yeah. a metaphor for yeah. like yeah hell and, definitely yeah and it's it, it's sort of talking about like just people's obsession with uh, like watching you know drama yeah. and all yeah. that stuff anyway sorry we're, 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 we're getting sidetracked you're talking about them jumping through the uh, yeah through that and by the way I want to say um, you know the movie came out in 1992 which you know, this was right before Jurassic Park mm-hmm. and, you know, some really great visual effects uh, in movies. And this movie, you know, for being as kind of in the in the cornier category of movies, it, for being so obscure, it, it had pretty decent effects in it. Like, when they were getting sucked into the television, they yeah. had that whole warping and yeah. then... You know, it, it the, wasn't nothing. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, you're good. And yeah, they, uh, you know, with the static rooms, and then um, they're, you know, at the end of the movie, the satellite starts to melt, and it actually looked yeah. like really good CG. And there's a part where Spike is driving the road, and the CG. road opens up, yeah. and it's like him drive. He drives down into this hell, and the road closes back up. I was like, that's yeah. actually. Re- it was yeah. real. The lighting was amazing. Yeah. And it was. You know, I mean, it was really good. I thought that, if anything, I was I was impressed that the effects held up so well. Yeah, I we were definitely remarking, um, and I and especially the static effect. Like I said, I, I liked it, and it was just such a simple idea. It was idea. so simple because I mean, yeah. it's like it's obviously you know wherever this portal was supposed to right. be, it's just a green screen. But then there's just static. Which yeah, I was... it's it's nothing you know fantastic, but it's so simple and it's effective. Yeah. You it, you nothing... understand exactly what's happening, where mm-hmm. they're going. It just it serves its purpose. Yeah. I was just yeah, because you just you know so many of these movies, especially during this time, um, or are kind of these more low budget. B movies. I don't know if I would call. I wouldn't call this a B movie. This was, no, this was no. like a big budget movie. It looked yeah, like, it looked like that. Very good and um, big, bigish actors. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> so oh. the director is Peter Hyams. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not very familiar with his work. Yeah. Um, oh, he did Time Cop. Oh, oh, great movie. Okay. End of days. End of days. Great movie. Yeah, wow. So, okay. So all right. So it, he's done some. Yeah, because I was gonna say the humor. Oh, he did the relic. All right. Okay. Wow, okay. I'm we might have to pretty upset with movies. myself that <laughs> I didn't that his name just did not. Well, me too. I mean, strike any. Uh, yeah, because you know so many directors. So what's his name again? Peter Hyams. Peter Hyams. Yeah. Peter. Okay. Born 1943, so he is not a spring chicken. Yeah. Um, and but I yeah, wanna... he. That was. I mean, it was really well I think the cinematography too is also really well done yeah it was great um, um, I wanted to say um, that yeah that starts to make sense with Time Cop and End of Days that it, it really it, it reminded me the humor aspect of it because it, I would say it's a comedy yeah it's like for a sure fantasy comedy oh yeah totally I would say the humor it really had like notes of Robocop Definitely, and like definitely. Gremlins. So it was very, it was just that kind of twisted, everything's kind of twisted and fun. Yeah. You know, and they'd have, they had different, they had like a, sh- at the end they had the montage. This was like over the credits, it's not a spoiler, but. Yeah, they no, had a montage no, of like, unmarried with children. <laughs> uh, oh, driving over Miss Daisy. Driving over Miss Daisy, that <laughs> one was great. Um, but let's take a little break and then we'll get back to the other things that we wanted to talk about. Okay. All right. Sounds good. All right. See you guys in a minute. And we're back. 
Hi. <laughs> Welcome back. Um, I just wanted, to, I think, kind of finish my thought from yeah. earlier. A movie that struck me as really similar in tone, because I found it, I was like, God, it's so hard to pin down, like, what this reminds me of, and then it finally occurred to me, and it was Last Action Hero. Yeah. Is it, it was just that, like, heightened reality, because it's, it's supposed to be a movie, it's supposed to be yeah. TV, so everything's, like, kind of, like, amped up. Yeah, of course. And ridiculous. Um, so, yeah. But yeah, it has the same concept of, you know, being able to go inside mm-hmm. what you're watching on the screen. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's very true. And then making fun of um, kind of tropes and, like, cliches from that medium, I guess. Last Action Hero being action movies. And yeah. In this case, just being, like... It was kind of making fun of, like, just popular shows. And yeah, like, definitely. <laughs> the Wayne's World show I forgot, too, was on... It was, like, Saturday Night Dead or something. Yeah. Was the, yeah. It was the name of the show. Oh, my God. And there's zombie... It's a zombie Wayne's World. Yeah. Well, they they called it Dwayne's Wayne's World. Wayne's World. <laughs> yeah. I, I just... I got a huge kick out of that, like... Yeah, that was great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, let's talk about the kids. <laughs> yeah, the kids. We haven't talked about their kids at all. Um, the son dresses like a rapper, kind of. Yeah. But he's supposed to be really, really smart and really, really nerdy. And at one yeah, point in the movie... Yeah, we talk about his... his <laughs> who, who is dressing this kid? Who is dressing him? But he is the one that kind of ends up saving his parents, mm-hmm. really, because... He's able to rig some equipment he happens to have in his room and is yeah. able to figure out they if really he sends gloss over these this. wires and like hooks it. <laughs> and I'm like, listen, I was a little nerdy myself, but I didn't know physics or I, w- I would have appreciated it more if it was like erected. There was set just pieces but there was just no setup. I mean, it would have been one thing if like they started the movie off with him, you know, being <clears throat> doing all this stuff and you know his sister being like oh you're such a loser you're not you know mm. as they would do in those days yeah. um so but yeah. he just is this really genius kid and but they don't really kind of set that up he they just, don't set it up he just at looks, all. it's really weird okay so this this, this they have a son and a daughter the daughter is sort of typical teenage rolling her eyes at everything yeah it doesn't like her brother yeah it doesn't like her brother a cheerleader yeah it's just she almost she's the it. very you know yeah. standard 90s yeah annoyed teenage girl and, and i think that yeah they're trying to go for the 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 kid sort of i think reminded me of the kid and honey i shrunk the kids like yeah kind of like blonde kid with glasses but his his clothes yeah he dressed like a 90s like b-boy like background dancer maybe it was one of the salt and pepper people that, that I dressed know. him uh, maybe because oh, and and then he's and he's also riding a bmx it was just so weird because he's, he's this little nerdy kid face yeah um with you know these like high top sneakers and but the other pants, thing is like and he's riding a bmx who are these a neon bmx and he's like oh he has a neon <laughs> backwards cap That's he did he had thing. that and I was like, why is he so fresh <laughs> <laughs> this nerdy kid is so fucking fly like i just <laughs> the other thing i want to point out is like what 
kind of upbringing did these kids have that their parents supposedly went away for a weekend and didn't say anything to either of the children? Well, they, I think they knew that they were supposed to go away. Oh, right, right. But still, they yeah. were like... Well, yeah, because the, the parents are missing because they're sucked into the TV. Yeah, and the, but they think that they're on vacation. Yeah, well, the daughter mostly does. Yeah. The daughter's kind of like, but, oh, sweet. They're, so they what happens is the kid's bike gets sucked into the satellite, and he sees it, but his sister thinks that, goes, you know. my BMX. So, well, no, what happens is... Trademark my starts BMX. Watching, Get one now, kids. He starts watching the TV and sees his bike on the TV, and that's when he curse him he's like no that's my bike well because well he the he sees the satellite try to suck his bike in right but then he still doesn't make the connection i don't know it's you know i mean it's well he didn't well why would you make that connection you wouldn't know i mean unless you started watching the tv he hadn't suspected did he suspect that his parents had been sucked into the tv no no he didn't know that yet well and this is this is kind of a flaw in the plan too is that like he doesn't know. The, it's that it's not until he sees the cartoon and hears his parents' voices. But here's the thing that that doesn't really make sense is like why are they brought the so the broadcast we still don't know if it's for like the entertainment of demons or what, but it's also being broadcast into their home. Yeah. Which seems like kind of a fatal flaw. It's like when. It's, is it just to torture their family to watch their loved ones <laughs> Maybe. Like, to go through TV torture? <laughs> or is it like... I just didn't understand that because it's like, why is it on their TV? It's just... Oh. I think it's just because they had the satellite system and that was how that worked. They had to have okay. it set up in their house. Yeah. I don't know. That's my yeah. justification for okay. that okay. that mistake. That I'll take flaw. it. I'll take it. Uh, <laughs> no, it's not, I wouldn't call it a flaw. I'm, I mean, I'm sort of more, It was definitely... And I'm not saying like, oh, this movie sucks. It doesn't make sense. Well, I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. But it's still... They, it, I'm just saying it at that point... It was very well done. At that point, I was like, this is unrealistic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know what? I was um, on board. What I will say was something that I thought was great, and uh, it was absolutely meta, was uh, when he's trying to find his wife, because he ends up being... Uh, he, get, he finds redemption because he survives the 24 hours. So the wife... Uh, needs to find redemption now because she wasn't originally part of the contract. So they basically keep her and they let, uh, you know, they let the hero go and he tries to find his way back. Well, when he comes back, one of the channels he ends up on is Three's Company. And, you know, considering that was kind of how he got his start was with Suzanne Summers. Yeah, I didn't know and, that either. I, yeah. I was not a watcher of three. So was that ever on Nick at Night? Yes, That's pretty it much. Was. Oh, okay. yeah, it was. Yeah. It was on TV Land actually. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I used to watch Nick at Night, and I would. That's how I know about shows like Bob Newhart. And, yeah. Um, I love Lucy and stuff, but yeah, that was just one I never. I guess maybe at some point they progressed and started having like. 70s that was the 80s or 70s uh i think it was late 70s actually because they wear bell bottoms in the show mm. yeah i think it was in the 70s well it could be early 80s because like you know every decade it's kind of like a little has some spill right from the yeah oh totally but um, yeah that, that was that was i mean i got they were making a joke yeah he had a big look on his face like oh boy <laughs> <laughs> like okay haha we know you were in this like he looks right at camera <laughs> and and starts screaming. Yeah, yeah. 
um, but yeah, um, oh yeah, and they did so much of the the Dunkin' Donuts placement. Like they really right. wanted us to eat donuts in this movie. Right. There's a very in the, in the cartoon. He goes after a plate of donuts, and then there's a very obvious. Yeah. scene in the kitchen when the kids are like <laughs> arguing and there's a box <laughs> an open box full of Dunkin Donuts and I'm like that's not and real those totally would have been and right it's facing right at the camera I was like okay <laughs> and they're just like I see you Dunkin Donuts I yeah. see you also this they're, they're not very good parents they're just no they're terrible huge parents huge box of donuts out for the uh-huh. kids to eat was this before people knew that donuts were bad for you this movie it might have been 1992 yeah that <laughs> might have been <laughs> Before that was common knowledge. Yeah, that was before everyone decided to get fit and, you know, take care of themselves. But, um, (laughs) yeah, and then he also mentions, like, when he sees his son, he's like, oh, make sure to save some donuts for me. I'm like, (laughs) what? Oh, my God, that's what you're thinking about? I'd be like, you know, if I die, there anything remotely, I mean, I guess that's a positive thing, but that's the first thing he thought of, like, Make sure to save me some of them Dunkin' Donuts. (laughs) Let's all go inside and enjoy some nice Dunkin' Donuts. It would have been great if at the end of the credits you just see them sitting at a table eating donuts like, you know, at the end of the Avengers when they're all eating shawarma. (laughs) It should have just been, right? That was the Avengers? That was the first Avengers end credits. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That would have been great. I would like that. (laughs) Well, I mean, Joss Whedon saw this movie so maybe he'll remake it i mean we don't know <laughs> he didn't actually say yeah but, but we should we're basing this on how similar cabinet oh was. absolutely like <laughs> it's just it's amazingly similar can we it's... talk about how great cabin in the woods is oh yeah absolutely that yeah. movie's great that was probably one of the first movies we watched together also. yeah yeah i think so great movie lots of amazing creature effects in that yeah that just must have been so much fun to work on because they're just like uh, we need all of these things just make them (laughs) (laughs) just just make them make them scary (laughs) yeah Um, oh can we also talk about how they decided to put an actual music video in the middle of the movie (laughs) yeah like speaking of kind of product placement tie-in stuff yeah they did a you know a complete like it was pretty much the entire song too they did a salt and pepper yeah start me up and it yeah. was just like and you know uh paul, what's his name paul ritter paul ritter paul ritter is dressed, dressed up like like, like prince like prince and i his... thought he was supposed to be like queen latifah or something because he had like a bandana around his head no <laughs> making fun of the mtv uh video music awards see i'm kind of illiterate of the mtv <laughs> video, video music awards what but... <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, sorry, John Ritter. Paul Ritter. I, I was laughing because I thought he was. You guys, to be... I've been saying Paul Ritter. I'm so sorry. Yeah. So, um, send us your angry comments. <laughs> um, you can send them to son of a bitch. <laughs> send all of your angry lecturey comments. Um, Please don't. Is there I'm... a comment section on this app? I wonder. Um, we can disable it. Yeah, we should disable it. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a tip to anybody: just disable. If there's the ability to disable, <laughs> if there's the, the disability, the, not the disability, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, I'm a little dyslexic. I apologize. We're not. We're just not our best selves in the comment section. I know I'm not. No, I'm not either. I don't know why, but I like, get so butthurt. As soon as I'm in comment mode, and I'm like, oh, you're gonna hear my my opinion. <laughs> I'm gonna get up on my high horse, and I'm gonna tell you my opinion because my opinion. 
matters. Matters. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> it's super important. Anyway, so for uh, the most part, I I definitely think it was a great movie. Um, I certainly enjoyed the hell out of it when I was a kid, and I enjoyed the hell out of it when I watched it as an adult. So, I would say it holds up really well, actually. Would you? Is it? Had you seen it in a long time? Yeah, I think the last time I saw that movie, I was probably about 15 years old. So okay. it's been a really long time. Okay, yeah, so cool. Yeah, I would say, uh, yeah, great movie. I would recommend it. It's definitely a sleeper. Kind of no one's really heard of it. Yeah. I mean, um, I definitely, it's one of those movies, because I grew I've up watching. It, at least maybe I'm. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I grew up watching a lot of really obscure films anyway, so I, I saw movies that I was very surprised when I was younger to hear that people hadn't seen, but then as I've gotten older, I realized, oh, these are just movies that really weren't successful in theaters, or they didn't get yeah. a lot of promotional gain, um, you know, or whatever the case was, but... Um, yeah, if you get the chance to, uh, I highly recommend watching Stay Tuned. Yeah. That's if you're into pop culture, though. and If you're a fan of Gremlins or... And you understand of... 80s and 90s pop culture, yeah. too. You have to... Because a lot of people wouldn't mm. get references, you, you know, to uh, certain shows and things like... Like, right. you know, Unmarried with Children, you know. That's a question. I mean, is this something that you would recommend to, like... Young, you know, people that are in their early 20s or teenagers. I mean, yeah. Yeah. They'd probably... They might not get they, it. They wouldn't get it, but, you yeah. know, I would just be like, look at this movie. <laughs> um, to force you to watch it. We were talking about something. Oh, wait, the, during the salt and Peppa, uh, uh video, one there was like a gag where... Okay, so we haven't mentioned the remote at all. So let me tell you about this. There's... So Spike kind of has this magical remote that he, I guess, allows him to transport through the TV yeah. channels. Oh, yeah. They find the remote, and that el that helps them travel through channels. Right. So the way that... So I don't... Mr. Nabel, I don't remember his first name. They keep saying it over... Harry? Harry Nabel? Harry Nabel? Like Harry Nabel? Harry Nabel? <laughs> no, that wasn't his name. I was feel it? like they kept saying Harry, but maybe I'm confused. Um, but, uh, John Ritter, John Ritter, John Ritter, he ends up in like a, like a 1940s, uh, noir show yeah. channel and it's all black and white. And, uh, his name is Roy, not Harry. <laughs> why did I want to call him Harry? I don't know. Harry Navel. Okay. Roy <laughs> Navel. Roy. <laughs> he, uh, so when he's, he's in this, uh, noir world he runs into one of his neighbors who's also been sucked in yeah but he <laughs> was smart and brought his remote with him when he got sucked in so he was able to go yeah from channel to channel and he ends up giving the remote to the nables and uh no no he well he gets I mean, for giving spoilers yeah he just gets he gets immediately killed he's like it's great in here. I was like, oh man, he's about to die. <laughs> <laughs> but he said when things get too hot, he's able to just, you know, change mm -hmm. the channels. So, yeah. so that yeah. was something that, you know, you don't realize. Yeah. That's kind of the, yeah. Right. So I was going to say, so anyway, so Roy, our main protagonist, now is in possession of the remote. Yeah. And 
the, it, it really was just to, to set up this gag in the salt and pepper video where so when he gets to the video someone else has the remote one of the backup dancers well they end up it, because uh spike ends up being there so he gets the remote knocked out of his hand mm. yeah and then one of the dancers grabs it and hands it to him right but then also one of the dancers accidentally turns off the volume of the, yeah <laughs> of the movie itself ridiculous yeah so that's like a that was like a fourth wall break yeah exactly because there's like no and the other dancer turns the volume back up yeah that was cute that was cute yeah that was funny they had some little things in there that were you know fourth wally and meta and stuff like that and probably the thing that made me laugh the most was um when he's a noir detective and he for some reason he's he's trying to stick his gun in his pants or something yeah and then it falls out of his pant leg and goes off and then his secretary goes your gun fell again sir and he goes i know <laughs> right that's what she said yeah she's like your gun fell <laughs> <laughs> your gun. oh god so, yeah why would he not know that <laughs> yeah it's a it's an absolutely ridiculous movie yeah i was um, you know it's anytime someone's like hey have you have you seen this movie and I've never heard of it and I don't know anything about it? It's like you're always kind of just going on faith as to whether you're going to enjoy it or not. Yeah. Um, so it was a pleasant surprise. It was a delight. <laughs> and it delightfully dark, especially if you have a dark sense of humor, I think. Oh, yeah, I'd totally. recommend it or rec- watch it with some friends, have some drinks. <laughs> Maybe some smokes. Maybe some smokes, whatever you're into. (laughs) Whatever you're into. Just Um, as long as it's in the safety of your own home. Yeah, exactly. Um, And uh, that kind of probably wraps it up for Stay Tuned. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. um, And uh, so we just kind of wanted to maybe touch on some things that we're watching right now and playing and uh, just... You know, talk about them. Just give our our uh, two cents. Um, we uh, so we just started watching the Avatar: The Last Airbender on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Not um, the movie. Not yeah. I can't not stress. Not M Night Shyamalan. It is not. <laughs> I repeat, it is not the M movie. M Not Shyamalan. It is M Not Shyamalan's <laughs> movie. It is not that one. We yeah. are talking about the animated series. Yes. That was. Probably the best thing to ever happen <laughs> in the history of ever. Oh, you got an eyelash. Hold on a second. Uh-huh. Or make a wish. <gasps> okay. Okay. You blew it onto my face, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping it would go in your eye. Um, sorry. Uh, yeah, no, Avatar. I mean, when I was a kid, it was on Nickelodeon. Um, I didn't really get into it, not because of any reason other than I was getting older and not really mm-hmm. watching as many cartoons. Yeah. And it just didn't seem like a fun cartoon to me. So I just, I only had seen bits and pieces of it. And I've heard nothing but good things about the show. So, you know, when Netflix decided to release it, I was like, okay, well, cool. Yeah. let's watch it. And yeah, and it was your, your first time. It was my first time um, actually sitting down and watching an episode in yeah. its entirety. And it was my, this is my second time through mm, the series. Yeah, and oh man, it's and, just such a powerful show. We'll just yeah. have to do another episode on that show by itself. Yeah, absolutely. We but will we're, we're watching that. So I wanted to get your first impressions. Oh, I and... love it. It just, 
Yeah. It's amazing. And yeah, so if you're if there's anyone there that's like on the fence about it, I was definitely on the fence about it for a long time because um, I, for whatever reason, am not very into anime. Right. Um, and it always it had that look, um, but it actually has something that I like uh, that anime oftentimes doesn't. Whereas it's a much smoother animation. Yeah. Um, it's not as choppy. Yeah. Um, which I really appreciate. But yeah, I mean, uh, characters are great. The, the story is great. The world is very rich. It, oh, yeah. It's beautiful. You know, and one thing I really like about it is it's, it is a complete story. It's not like... It's not like, hey, we have this world and we just have this show that needs to go on forever. Right, yeah. It actually evolves into something so great. It's just It, it just keeps getting better and better. Yeah. But yeah, I'm definitely excited to finish it and then finally be able to talk about yeah. everything. So. Yeah, we're but, yeah. about halfway through, but we'll, we'll update you guys with yeah. our feelings. And so games... <laughs> Game-wise... We've been obsessed with Overcooked. I don't know if you've heard of it, if you've ever played it, but it yeah. is so much fun. So much fun. It's a great co-op game. Um, you can play versus yeah. or play Which there together. Aren't, there just aren't enough good co-op games. You know? Yeah, I mean, there's, a, there's so many, but I've rarely found... Enough that I was like, oh man, this game is great. Unless like it was Contra, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, but this game is a lot of fun. It gets really challenging really quick. Yeah. And so you, yeah, like the the basic premise, premise, yeah, is that yeah. you are a chef and you're trying to get all these dishes prepared within a certain time frame, and they have to be served. And, you know, the more plates you serve, the more tips you get, and the higher your score is. And so some of the uh, ingredients aren't always easy to get, and sometimes the yeah. moves, and those are the, precise. they move around. Yeah, and you have to, like, you know, for example, if there's a meat in your dish, you have to cut the meat right. on a cutting board and cook the meat in a skillet, and then that takes time, and if it... If it burn, you know, it takes too long, it'll burn, and you have to put so the fire out and then yeah. throw the food away. And yeah, it's just oh, and it's meanwhile, so stressful. <laughs> yeah, and meanwhile, sometimes you're separated from your teammates, and you have to pass stuff over like yeah. a countertop. Sometimes there's little rats that steal your. Did you just mention that? I was going to. Okay, yeah. yeah. No, there's, there's all these old things that are like, oh no, now I have to deal with this. Oh my god, like yeah, it's it's a lot of fun, especially yeah. like since we've been in quarantine, we've been you know trying to find stuff to do yeah. indoors that is fun and it's just one of those things that like you can play it for a little bit and not get bored of it because it just yeah. everything goes by so quickly exactly and there's not really even a story it's just no there's no story at all and then you get these new awesome characters and of course we name them because you know we're <laughs> yeah. not monsters <laughs> so uh you know we name them and it's been great so we've yeah. we've been playing that so music is really good too oh yeah the music is great i, I think one of them is stuck in the bathroom. Oh, no. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, maybe... Should we wrap up then? Yeah. Yeah? I think we can wrap up. Okay. Yeah. All right, so. guys. Well, you know, we'll get we'll get there. We'll get uh, better at our information and knowledge and the stuff we talk about. <laughs> knowledge. But knowledge. Who needs it? I mean, kind of need it. I, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You can't just aimlessly talk about stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Alright guys, well, hope you enjoyed Nerd Fluent, and again, I'm Marielle. Daniel here, signing out. Signing off, guys. See ya. Bye.